0: Lost towards radio. This
1: is one line. Can we be real? I'm gonna right, stretch a line in peace. Now, if you step with a line, right. I'm gonna say something
0: about it. This is one mic. This is one mic, please.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to one mic. This is D. Wilch. Yeah, happy holiday uh, to all. Yes, this is March Madness and I'm in my spot, RBI in Rockford, Illinois, kicking it off and I just wanna spend a little time before we jump into March Madness and do the things we do. You know, this is the time. If you haven't a chance to sign up for the R S G Tourney Challenge, uh you should go to Real Sports Guys Tourney Challenge or Real sports guys dot and you can sign up and uh, L.I.R. has got some plies left. But, uh, you know, we get uh, we get some crazy stuff going on. and Some of you may not have had a chance to check out our last podcast uh, to kind of get your stuff, your, kind of get your game tight in the last minute. Maybe you want to make some changes. You want to do something a little bit different. But the big thing about this is enjoy this experience. Uh, but, I'm, you know, as I go through the show a little bit today, I want to share some things, uh, especially last year, the folks who kind of got some of the stuff that we did last year. We had some classic ones. But uh, before I get into some of my thoughts before the tournament starts, I want y'all to listen to something we call this a "Don't Trust List." Uh, the game changer was classic last year, and check this out:
2: um, Villanova's on my list of don't trust them teams. Um, Duke is always. Duke has the prime spot on my don't trust them
0: <laughs> list. That's right.
2: <laughs> they're never. They're never going to get a reprieve. Um, because 'cause I'm never touching them again. Um, I tried that a couple of years ago. It did not work out. Um, other teams that are on my don't
0: trust them list,
2: at least for this year's tournament, um, Cincinnati, don't trust them. Um, I don't know about you guys. Those are some teams that I'm staying away from, um, on my
1: brackets. So game changer was in rare form. He was, that was his don't trust it list. And, uh, you know, we all have teams that we don't trust. I would add sometimes Carolina to that. I would add Kansas to that, that these are teams that underperform. I would add Villanova, as he said, to that list. There's some coaches who who Jay Wright is one of those coaches that just takes you to another space. Uh, I don't understand it. You know, they, they always come in with at least – 24 plus wins. Uh, they they dominate in their conference. And then they get knocked out the first weekend and he's on CBS. You know, looking good, looking shiny, doing commercials, but not making that run to the Final Four like he should. And he seems like he's that Final Four level coach. He's charismatic, he seems to be a smart guy, but he can't produce. I don't know what to do with this day. This is a day that I love, I enjoy, um, I respect. Uh, it feels like I can just sit back and watch the madness. This is where uh, heroes are created. Cats are king of their campuses. Sometimes goats are created. Um, but that's what I love about this experience called March Madness. I'm hanging out here uh, in RBI here in Rockford, Illinois, uh, getting my food taken out. What's your name? With the lovely Celine on the air here, uh, loving it. And, um, you know, she's got the food cracking. If you haven't seen it, go to my at uh, D. Will uh Twitter account, check out the, the meal I'm about to indulge here as I watch the game. You know, I got my guy uh Andy who is, you know, he's like he's like the he's like the, the Dr. Dre of uh of the uh uh bar and restaurant business. He creates the experience um and so it's all gonna be good out here. But I got some thoughts here. You know, um you know it, it's not a secret that you know I'm a fan of the the Badgers or like Frank uh the tank Um, I think they can make a deep run. But there's some other teams. I've had a chance to watch the Buffalo team, and it's a team that you should pay attention to, uh, coached by Bobby Hurley. And, you know, I remember uh, actually my advisor gave me tickets. I'm thinking, he gave me tickets to the Buffalo game. Like, he gets tickets all these games, but then they gave me tickets to the Buffalo game. I went in and I realized Hurley was coaching the team, and this team can play. They actually were leading the Badgers at halftime. I think they had a lead over Kentucky at half. This is a team that plays and responds and looks a lot like their coach. They're in the Mid-American Conference. They were 23-9 and overall. Um, I got them going a couple rounds here. I actually have them facing Kentucky again. I think they might give them a run for the money because they're well coached. They got some guys who are uh, in-betweeners who can get after it, get on the glass. One thing I was impressed with by them is their ability to rebound against bigger teams. Uh they really get at it, um and uh, don't play scared, but they reflect a lot of um you know what their uh coach uh reflects if you ever had a chance to watch Hurley play. Um he plays with that kind of tenacity um uh when you see them play. Uh they are they are a team that um will if they lose they won't lose because they weren't competing. You know, they got people like Justin Moss and uh Shannon Evans, uh, both averaging uh, 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 Justin's averaging around 17, Shannon averaging around 15 a, a game. Um, but if you look at, it, they have a number of folks who are uh, scoring close to double figures, so they have balance in that squad. Um, they uh, have some folks who can shoot the three, particularly Shannon. Evan um, hit uh, uh, some threes today, um, but it, this is this is something that uh, this is a team that you need to pay attention to uh, when thinking about the tournament. Um, another team that I think that is kind of a lost and forgotten team because of the run they made last year is Wichita State. Um, uh, this is a veteran squad that has a moment and, you know, they have a bad taste in their mouth. Uh, they had the ability to probably match up against Kansas who've been running. You know, Kansas has been running. Kansas has been running like, uh, like, uh, uh, like money. It looked like money was running from Pacquiao. Pacquiao was running for money, but just running. Uh, and now it might, they can't run. They might see them in the second round. Um, I think they got a chip on their shoulder. Uh, they don't turn the ball over. Uh, Fred Van Fleet, I think, is the forgotten uh, great uh, competitor. Um, and I have them going to play against Kentucky in the League. eight. Um, incredible squad uh, that you should uh, pay attention to. Uh, before I continue to go on and break down some of the things I think you should look at, last year, Phil, we call this Phil's Bracket Foolery. Phil, this is a classic moment. If anybody who's participated in our turning challenge or heard Phil, Phil is the most analytical person you ever think. You think he would probably use analytics. But for some reason, he's not doing it when it comes to the tournament, and he makes the kind of picks that would drive you crazy. So here's Phil last year, uh, what we call this bracket for.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: How you living, PhD? How you living, man?
3: I'm doing good, man. I I spent exactly 17 minutes putting together my brackets yesterday, and I feel real good about it. I have a few shockers, as always. I've grown a reputation of, of really having a long shot. and yeah. And yeah. I haven't had a lot of success with it, I'll be honest. It's been a couple of years since I've had some really good success in my brackets, probably 2010. I got some good picks this year. I'm ready to share them.
2: Uh, P.A.D., who are the teams that you were kind of gun-shy about? <laughs>
0: Uh-oh. oh You got old minutes well, laugh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, my final eight, uh, when you add up all the seeds for the eight teams in, in oh. the Elite Eight,
0: Ooh. they add up to 40. <laughs> My goodness.
3: <laughs> what are
0: you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> talk, talk to me about your league. Tell
2: me about it. We, We're we, we on our way. We still got oh, two days. Let's see if we can't <laughs> count through
3: you do this. Oh, the flash screen is gone. We'll
0: get to that. Uh, <laughs> let me answer your
3: question. Teams I can't trust. So, Syracuse. Syracuse is a, is a three seed right now. Stay away from them. I... I actually think Syracuse loses in the first round. Um, to a fourteen Ooh. seed. Yep. Ooh. Another team another team that I'm advising against. Uh, the teams that I think they're gonna lose in the first round. VCU is a five seed, Syracuse is a three seed, those are my headliners. P A Z, break it down. Give us your
2: Elite Eight and why you got them there. And how did you have them get there? Because I want to know, what what what's the sequence of events that creates an Elite Eight with a score of
0: 45?
3: <laughs> I I'm scared. So, so I'll start in Florida's region, uh, the South. I have Florida in the Elite Eight. I have Dayton as an 11th seed in the Elite Eight. I think uh, Dayton plays Ohio State in the first round. Anybody listening knows that Devin Oliver, a kid out of Kalamazoo Central, uh, the school I went to, plays at Dayton. He's probably their best player this year. So I've, I've, I've followed this team quite a bit. And I don't think they're a great team um, to get to the Elite Eight, but I think that with Kansas going out early, I have Kansas losing um, to them in the Sweet 16 and Syracuse being out. I think that kind of pays the road. Um, I believe UCLA is going to lose in the first round. So that right there is your 2, 3, and 4 seed. Um, Dayton has a tough matchup with Ohio State in the first round. And so, so here's the skinny on Ohio State and Dayton. Dayton has been trying to schedule Ohio State for the last four or five years, and that motto just will not do it. And so, I mean, they went out on Twitter, they went out on Facebook, you know, pretty much calling out Ohio State the last couple of years. And so finally they get a shot at Ohio State. And I think they're going to make the best out of it. Um, So
1: you heard that. And I love what his analysis of uh, the date in Ohio State, which is similar to what I was saying about Wichita State and Kansas. You know, Wichita State has been trying to do this uh, for a long time. And in some senses it's a little bit different because Wichita State comes with a tradition, um, one that is fierce, indeed uh we've we've chronicled that in the past uh, when we were talking about them last year um but they can never get that uh, Kansas matchup built south. has no interest, no parts of it. It's kind of like Utah state is like uh triple G of basketball, you know they don't want any parts of it, and uh you know, but they have no choice now it's kinda like it's kind of like uh Al Haman's got a hold of this one, and they have no choice but to to do this deal, but it's gonna be on national television. Uh, and I love it. Well, before we uh, uh, hit into a couple more things and we, we get into this back of this this uh, hour, since we are in RBI here in uh, Rockford, Illinois, you know, it, it, I need to allow the music director for RBI and all the other properties. You know, my guy, DJ Schlick, who is in the RSG family, you know, we got to give him a little bit of time on the air. We're going to let him drop a little bit, and I'm going to come back and close the deal for you.
4: 2, 3, and to the 4, Snoop Doggy Dogg and Dr. Dragons is at the dope ready to make an entrance, so back on the, before I have to pull the strap off the cut, give me the microphone first so I can bust like a bubble, Compton and Lone beats together, now you know you in trouble, cause ain't nothing but a G thing, baby, Two low, FG, so we crazy, death row is a label that pays man. unfadable, so please don't try to fade it, but yeah. i back to the lecture at hand, perfection is perfected, so I'm lad. I'm understanding. From a young G's perspective, and before me they got a trick I have to find a contraceptive. You never know she could be earning her man and learning her man, and at the same time burning her man. Now when she burning, I'ma chill for a minute Cause ain't no loving good enough to get burned while I'ma finish. Yeah, and that's real than real deal holy field. And now you hookers and hoes know how I feel. Well if it's good enough to get off off a proper chunk, I take a small piece of some of that funky stuff. It's like this and like that and like this. It's like that and like this and like that, Santa It's like this and like that and like this, Santa Drake Creeps to the mic like a fan Well, up. I'm peeping and I'm peeping and I'm creeping But I damn near got kept Cause my beeper kept beeping Now it's time for me to make my
2: impression felt So sit back, relax, and strap on your seat you I've never been on a ride like this before. Put a producer who can rap and control the maestro At the same time with the dope rhyme that I kick You know and I know I feel some more to add to my collection The selection symbolizes Don't take a but don't choke If you do, you have no clue of with me, if my homie snoop okay came to do it It's like this and like this and that It's poppers, and dancing and it's the cash and it's massive clap to this. DJs do DJ don cuts and obey the crowd. Just off the volume up and play it loud, hip hop embedded. Before I said I wouldn't let it, but me and the microphone is still magnetic. Straight off the top. I knew I'd be forced to box. Dead floor to stock, spot, and hot. Hoping I open, rocking my law, seminars, massage at the ball, smoking ten hours cigars while well, I'm my meaties With more vision and TVs, I find it easy. Catching diabetes and fly sweeties. Sit back and wait to hear it, slam and track. Rock a damn box. The demand
4: Subtle print, you with a subtle scent, trying to get you double bent and why the Oakland, I'm the double stroke man, sprinkle you with Gucci Rush, then i make your goochy bust. And when you ain't got the axe, I'm a mac and I always get my way. I wanna hit it from the back, wanna get it at a smack, and I know you wanna taste it. I can tell by the way that she's staring. She wants to come home with me, she wanna sleep with me, she wanna play with me, she wanna lay with me.
0: I can tell by the look in her eye when she's She yeah. passed. She to In a black Mercedes. I like a, like a model.
3: Yo, 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 this is your boy DJ Slick with RSG, Real Sports Guys. Let's do this.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that was DJ Slick. It's about game time. You can hear it in the background. You know I gotta stop lessing the mic. I gotta pay attention to the tournament. I'm loving it. This is Z Wells. This is one mic podcast. Oh, The holiday is here for the next four weeks. We're going to go in. We're going to be talking about it. We're going to be yelling about it. It's about one shining moment. Before I wrap up here today, um, one of the things I didn't get a chance to talk about on Tuesday was, uh, unrelated to basketball, was Chris Borland. Uh, Chris Borland went to the University of Wisconsin-Madison. He's a badger. Um, Some of you who may know or not know, um, uh, I... That's my other part of my life in higher education working at UW-Madison. One of the things I love about being there is the opportunity to interact with athletes. Um, that's a great part of my work. Um, I was fortunate enough to, to um, be and speak to his cohort when they came in. Uh, There's a group of committed athletes who came on campus. And you know right away, you could sense his leadership. There was a buzz about him coming to campus. Um, you know i didn't know him and didn't really have a chance to really interact with him interpersonally he's on campus but what i appreciate about his recent decision to step away at 24 years old that you know beyond uh his ability to just really do the research on it um his acknowledgement that he has multiple passions and that those other passions are uh, not any less uh, important to him than um his passion for football and uh that he realized that he has a bigger purpose in life um, and that's what I hope for all of our student athletes and all of our athletes that, you know, athletics has done so much for me, Game Changer, PhD, and all the folks who have contributed. We, we see that as a valuable part of our life experience. What we've always pushed back on is where it's seen as the only way for these young men and women to have access to the pleasures in life and to have this young man do that, has everything to do it, and I love it. And so, as I let you go and enjoy your weekend, You know, one of the things I want to say is, you know, even though we have one and dons, we have all this stuff, nothing changes this moment. Nothing impacts how gracious can. At some point, you don't think about one and dons when these games start coming on. But you think about uh, the young men and women, whether it's uh, women's basketball or whether it's men, it's how they're competing. Competing to make a difference, competing for the – the name on the front of the jersey, competing for their own legacy, that is what makes Mark's Madness, Mark's Madness. Until the next time, this is one Mike, Be will enjoy your journey, enjoy the tournament, it's on